The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Sandpicking is, I mean, the sense that even if you are not 100% Christian, you can still be in the community. With clicking, you make it sound like you click or you don't. The entry point and the difficulty curve is almost impossible. That is actually not true, sandpicking. And let me tell you why. If you have a child as a mother or as a father, you don't go like, there's a curve of the extent to which I take care of my kid. There is no such a thing as either taking care of it or not taking care of it. That's what you're saying, but that is not true. When you have a kid... You're either responsible and you keep it alive. And from there on, you can say like, hey, you can be a better or a worse mother or father. But still, like taking care of your child, doing the diapers, giving it food, just that basic primary. And I'm not even talking about love, just the basic primary needs. Even these you are taking away from people that you can provide it to. It's not about, oh yeah, the curve of like being even a better and better. No, it's literally the decision of, am I going to let people die or am I going to save them? You can't just make the idea like, yeah, but that is really crazy. You have a, no, there is no such a thing as a curve. You just take your responsibility, bring about the minimal requirements for your action for other people to be able to thrive and survive. Or you just do your comfy shit. It is quite binary to either... Accept this reality and try your best to do something about it or just allowing yourself to live a life of comfy. And when you say these things, the main reason why you say these things is because you want to give yourself excuses and you point towards, oh, it has no success or whatever. Like you are the person and the only person that has to justify his own actions towards himself. On a deep level, deep inside, you know that. It's not about people saying it is fine. It is fine to have slaves. It is fine to eat meat. Just do that. No. If you do stuff that is really criminal, if you do stuff that is really like outrageous, it's up to you to your own reason, your own understanding of reality to take responsibility. You can't just point fingers because that's what we did in World War II, by the way. That's what happens every time when there is atrocities happening in the world. We love to point fingers and say it was not my responsibility. Fuck that shit. And it's worse than back in the days. Because back in the days, you had to put your life at risk. You could get shot, executed. Nowadays, it doesn't even require... It just means you don't get to play as many games or whatever. You get to just see what you can do and you just do something about it. It's just accepting your responsibility and doing something about it. It's that simple. It's not so much of a high entry level. You just got to grow up, bro. You got to be responsible. Your actions have consequences. And you just say like, yeah, I take responsibility for it. That's it. It's not like, yeah, but man, the entry level is so big. I really have a hard time getting into this stuff because, you know, my comfort and all my feelings are really important. What people are dying. You know, it's bullshitting yourself. You try to make it about yourself because you're spoiled. You're entitled. You're entitled to this illusionary, depressing idea of choice. If you were on the other end, you'd be crawling and begging. And you know that I'm right. You know it's about taking responsibility and you know damn right that what I'm saying is correct. Take up your responsibility. You can do more. You can do so much more. 
There is freaking hunger crisis right now going on in Somalia and stuff. I can't even raise money because people won't give a shit. We are so much like drowned into all this entitled, spoiled, bullshit lifestyle that is making us suffer as well. Taking up responsibility is a gift. It's growing up. It gives purpose. It gives meaning more than anything. It's not a bad thing. Get rid of this bullshit conditioning of, oh, responsibility is work. No. Responsibility is what you are. You do what you got to do. Done. And it's about accepting reality. That's it. It's not even such a big deal. You just do what you got to do. And you don't give yourself the illusion of choice. And done. Done with it. And you feel much more liberated and fulfilled. Muglin Man says, Ateen, how do you go about restricting yourself from games when you are insanely addicted? Is there such a thing or should I just quit altogether? Okay, I'm going to give you a question because that's really important to imagine. Imagine you have a kid. How do I take care of that kid if I want to play games, if I'm addicted? You don't. You just take care of the kid. It's just reality. Addiction is, for a big part, it is luxury. You have the privilege to be addicted. You have this ivory tower where you can be addicted. If you are put in a setting where reality forces you, you can't be addicted. Same with heroin addicts. If an heroin addict runs out of money and just cannot get a hold on heroin anymore, he has to drop heroin. It's that simple. The only reason is because he has access to these things. If he doesn't have access, he has to get over it. And it's the same thing with gaming addiction. The problem is not so much the addiction. The problem is the choice and the choice that is directed towards valuing happiness. Because even if you give someone else heroin or even games or whatever, there's a lot of people that are immune to addictions because they have something to live for. They have a purpose. So their choices are directed in that regards. But when it comes down to understanding responsibility and the bigger picture, it's not even about choice. It's just about doing the best thing you can do. And that's it. When you drop a bottle, it goes straight down. It takes the least path of resistance, right? Same with life. You follow the least path of resistance in the bigger picture. That's it. You just see what can I do to make life evolve in the most effective way. Because that is what has brought about your ability to think and behave in the first place. Fosgas says, lol, that's not true. If you have no money, you'll steal. Fosgas, I'm saying like, imagine there is no heroin available. There is none. You can steal all the money in the world. You can't buy it. You can't have your hands on it. Then reality forces you to stop using heroin because there is none. Our ability to make choices that go against ourselves is because we have the luxury to do so. The reason why nobody jumps off 11 feet buildings to fly to their work is because there is no such a thing as an ability to do that. Unless you want to kill yourself, obviously, but that's why nobody does it. But imagine the idea of being able to fly everywhere or even teleportation. Imagine if you get used to teleportation, you'd be like, oh, I feel so limited. I want to teleport. You don't experience the need to teleport until you have teleportation. Same with games. You don't experience the need to play games until you have provided games. Like 50 years ago, there was no computer games. Then the addiction of computer games didn't exist. It's a luxury. And being aware of these things and being able to accept reality for what it is really allows you to put it in the bigger context and do something, you know. I wonder if other people can really change from a feeling personality to an intuitive one to the degree mentioned in the wiki. I doubt it. No, it's, it is possible. It happened. It happened over and over again. There are psychological reasons people's brains process information in certain ways. The neurological pathways for dealing with problems in a certain way develop over the course of a lifetime. They can be changed, but they are not clickable from all I have experienced with people so far. Marco Varic, if that is what is true, imagine I put you right now in the desert. Where are your bad habits? If you used to smoke, you used to play games, where is it? Reality 
shapes your brain more than anything. You just adapt and you change. And the funny thing is you have the ability to take control of that process yourself. You have the ability to initiate that change yourself. You don't have to drop me in the desert to tell me like, hey, Coca-Cola is bad. Shouldn't drink it. Oh, it's bad. It, I don't drink it. It's just excuses. It's excuses to allow yourself to keep doing what you're doing. And you know this. Honestly, be honest. You know that I'm right. You know you're just using it as an excuse. You know you can change, but you just use this as a luxury to just say where you are. You know you're bullshitting yourself. You know it. Jalapan says, can you explain the value of saving lives? Do you think it's more important than progress? No. It's all about impact analysis. It's about moving forward and progress. I would say saving lives is not even that important. The reason why I talk about saving lives is because it's so in your face. People cannot argue with that. But more than important saving lives is having the biggest positive impact. If that means doing research into cancer, then that's even better. If it's eradicating polio, then you eradicate polio. But what is even more important than all of that shit is spreading the awareness. It's education on a fundamental level. If you can do something with many people, that's even more impactful. So even if you say like, yeah, the best thing you can do is save lives or the best thing you can do is research in immortality or whatever, even then the best thing you can do is raising awareness about these topics and spread because with two, three, four, five, you can do more than just by yourself. So education and inspiring and awareness is fundamental, definitely at the start. The Truth Champion says, Athene, any purpose you have in life has been imposed on you by your environment or subjective choosing. What would your argument be to say one is any better than another when none have an objective value? Is following your ideology truly better in an unbiased, objective sense? Or is it simply the thing you've decided you want your life to be based around? Okay, the Truth Champion, let me answer your question very accurately. First of all, it depends how you define subjective and objective. Objective, true objectivity doesn't exist. Everything on a fundamental level is always subjective because you need a reference frame, subjective reference frame to even be able to have this conversation in the first place. So when you talk about objectivity, you already have to frame objectivity within a subjective reference frame. So let's say objectivity is the reality that we are subject to independent of our feelings, emotions or thoughts. We're not even going so much existential, really easily defined like gravity. We're subject to it easy. Well, just like scientific method. Facts, empirical evidence. We see reality, we extract information, and even though on a fundamental level you need awareness, experience in order to even be able to have this conversation and experience these things you're subject to, you can make a clear line and say, oh, this is way more likely. So it's not about absolutes, it's about what is more or less likely. It's way more likely that, for example, if I sit on my ass, that the world won't get any better, or maybe even worse. But if I do something, then I can actually measure the impact on society, on the human species, on life itself. And that is something you can measure. You can measure progress. You can measure growth. And that is always defined depending on someone's knowledge, on someone's understanding. So yeah, in a sense, it depends from person to person. But the beauty of it is just like science. Ethics and morals can be scientifically, objective way, be deduced. Because, you might say, but that doesn't make sense because the universe has no purpose. Why are you? No, no, no. Because that's contradictory. When you talk relative to the universe, what's the reference frame? The universe? The universe has no reference frame. How are you going to talk about the universe as a reference frame? You need a reference frame. It has to be conscious. What's the reference frame of a rock? You need a conscious observer to even make the rock a reference frame. And then you are the real reference frame. And then it's just about applying logic. Okay. You understand, okay, you need a subjective reference. Yeah, but then when you make a statement, let's say 2 plus 2 is 4, or 5 plus 5 is 10, or x plus 2 
is 5, y plus x is 7, what is y? The thing is, when you make these calculations and you start calculating it out, you go like, okay, the premises are these two, right? That's not true. There is also hidden premises. The hidden premise is you need to have the ability to make the equation to begin with. You can't make an equation without having a conscious observer that makes the equation. The ability to make this equation has to be part of the premises. Let's say you say everybody should die. That is self-contradictory because in order to make the statement everybody should die, you need to be alive. And that's the thing. When you start realizing that logic within the framework of you existing and even making the claims brings about a certain level of consistency, that means you got to thrive and live and exist. You don't even need morals or ethics. You just need to be consistent within the framework of the person that is making the statement. And the thing is, then you can say like, yeah, but that means then I should do everything to survive myself because I'm the person that makes it. No, because the I you're talking about doesn't even exist. When you talk about I, you talk about everything you've gone through, the influence, your ability to even do math, your language. So you cannot just cut it out. And that's the moment you start seeing like just logic, only logic brings about within an existential framework, brings about consistency, brings about right action, brings about measuring how to have a bigger and bigger impact and, you know, going about it in the most accurate way. And of course, it depends from person to person. But if you put two people in the same room and they both value logic, they will come to similar conclusions. The beauty about responsibility, and I already said it before, I also said it yesterday, being responsible is not defined by your environment. It's defined by reality. If you go 150 years back, people would say it's responsible to have a slave. Hey, I have a slave. Letting go my slave, you know how much more I have to do? It's taking care of everything for free. I don't want to let go my slave. And he was responsible in the cultural setting, but he wasn't. People saw it as responsible, but it wasn't. And they knew it. You don't have to tell them like, oh yeah, they knew they were full of shit. They knew they were making excuses and believing bullshit just to justify their bullshit. Same today. It's like we have our own comfort and we say like, yay, uh, it's fine. No, it's not. And you know it as well. Just as they made excuses back in the days, you're making excuses now. Reality defines what is responsible or not using logic and not what other people say. It's not because other people say it's fine that it's fine. Because they said that about slaves 150 years ago. They said it also about burning and killing Jews in World War II. But it wasn't. You get that? Just as much as sitting on your fucking lazy ass is not okay. It's not fine. It's not responsible, man. And you know it. I don't have to make a drawing. You can't do something. There is kids dying. Go Google hunger crisis Yemen. Go Google it. Go Google it. Click on images. Hunger crisis Yemen. Today, now, right now, it's happening. And we can do something about it. And you don't look at this and like, hey, 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 these Africans or whatever. No, you know that's bullshit. It's just like back in the days, oh, slaves, slaves, they're just slaves. No, we're all humans. And so because people say like, oh, we're American, they are not American, then suddenly it's fine to demonize or exploit them or whatever. No, it's not. We're all fucking human. And taking responsibility does not only shine through like, oh, I take care of my family. No, it's taking care of humanity itself. And that's what I do day in, day out. I feel responsible for all of you guys. That's why I fucking stream every day rather than just milking you guys for cash. And you guys know it. That's the thing. You guys know it. You guys know that it's true. You guys know like, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, well, you're old enough to take responsibility, man. Stand up for what is responsible. And it gives you purpose and meaning. It gives you confidence. It gives you something to stand on. Use reality, logic to guide you. Even in relationships, it's what girls find most attractive. It's also what brings about success.
All these things are side effects. Anything else is just pure resistance and bullshit excuses. You cannot argue with reality. Go Google what is going on in the world and go Google what you can do about it. It's obvious. And your comfort does not justify it. It's literally the same thing as the guy 150 years ago. The entire war in the South in America was because of slavery. Because people say, like, I don't want to give up my slaves. Look what they do for me. They take care of me. Like, you know how hard it is? You know how hard it is? I'm used to every day when I come back home to abuse my slave. It's how I unwind. I cannot just let my slave go. That would sound absurd, right? Would sound be like, what the fuck? No, you can't do that. Well, it was fine back then. Just as much as all this bullshit, distraction, comfort shit while there is misery seems to also be fine. We live in a world, in a society that hasn't adopted that. And what I'm saying here is just ahead of its time. Just like 150 years ago they were saying slavery is wrong. It's irresponsible. Just as much as I'm saying right now, sitting in a fucking lazy ass, buying shit you don't need is not responsible. It's just logic and reality and reason, and you guys know it as well. So instead of fucking making shitty excuses like, oh, I feel sad, or oh, this, or oh, the fuck that shit, don't make it about yourself. Take your fucking responsibility. If you have a kid, you do it immediately, and you can do it right now. And that's why I allow people to apply. They can just come over here and be responsible every second of the day. There is no such a thing as, oh, I was enough responsible today. So now I can become, no, responsibility is something you do every single second of the day. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.